If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now, go. Have you ever wondered what it's like to bite into nerds gummy clusters? They're fruity, they're tangy, they're gummy, and they're crunchy. Nerds Gummy Clusters, a union of fruity sweet gummy and tangy crunchy nerds. Unleash your senses. Shop now at nerdscandy.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, you're listening to the BBC Good Food Christmas podcast with me, Tom Kerridge. In this special Christmas series, I'm talking about Christmas stockings with my co-hosts Orlando Marin and Miriam Nice and special guest Rishim Sachdeva. To kick things off, Rishim, I'd like to know a little bit about you and do you, most importantly, still wake up to a Christmas stocking? <laughs> you guys, thank you so much for having me. I'm Rishim. I am co-founder and chef of Tendrilla Mostly Weekend Kitchen. When I'm not in the kitchen, yes, and during Christmas, of course, I do wake up to the stockings, yes. We do want to fill it up the night before. I do have a three-year-old who gets very excited when he gets a bunch of things in that stocking and nice surprises for him. Amazing. I mean, that is the thing about Christmas, isn't kids, it? It's yes. a Christmas spirit, particularly if you've got kids, is yeah. amazing. Putting that stocking together, but, but what goes in it? Oh, my God, bunch of stuff. See, he's just turned three, so before that, it was something that wouldn't hurt him. But now it's something more that he can potentially play with or, you know, maybe have it for breakfast or lunch the same day. Uh, we have tried not to give him any sweets so far. So we're trying to work with like nice oat bars, granolas made with honey, make with uh, actual vegetables, uh, stuff like that. We're trying to introduce him to nice chocolates, like nice uh, cacao chocolates, avoiding all of that. So a yeah, bunch of stuff like that. Nice, nice. Very, boy. very different to the stocking that I remember. What about you, Orlando? Yeah, well, I used to love them when I was a kid. Do you remember? They're such a funny shape, aren't they? And you used to try and work out what was in them by the knobbly bit, which was always an orange. Which Mine always, always used to be football socks. We used to have it as foot, like like it used to be like a football sock. And you used to, yeah, you have to try and guess what was in it. So it was me and my brother. We used to sleep in our bunk beds, and you wake up, and obviously, my mum. A pat them so that they would be the same, but you'd like try and work out which bit was wit and what was in there and what was going on. Yeah, and it was 
such a long night, wasn't it, Christmas Eve? It took hours till one could wake up. Hours and hours and hours. It was so exciting, wasn't it? Then finally the day day was there and the the stocking was there. I think they're huge fun. I'm afraid that I now do them for my cats instead. (laughs) (laughs) Do the cats do the same thing? Do they have to try and guess what's in there? (laughs) They're surprisingly unresponsive, but I know that they can tell that they're really well loved, these cats, but then they're not really into their food. They're not very greedy cats, so they get toys and things like that. The catnip they quite like. Um, I've got a new herb that they really like, which is called valerian, which one of them goes completely gaga over, so they'll get some of that. But otherwise, they're quite a bit low-key, really. You know, you have to guess that they love you back because they do purr and stroke, you know, come and rub themselves against you. But it's not like... Cats don't know it's Christmas Day, though, do they? It's not like a family member, really, is it? (laughs) What about you, Miriam? What's in your stockings? We've never actually had them. What? Oh, you're deprived, child. Because my mum listens to this, she'll be like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) But no, we we had a lovely Christmas, but I think we just didn't have stockings. But we did get um, socks. I do get socks. I'm actually wearing some Christmassy socks today. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Let's see them. Show them off. Um, But yeah, Yeah. so I do usually wear quite silly socks. So I get them they need to be held yeah. in the air, to these put, socks. Put them on the camera. Oh, otherwise, it doesn't count. There we are. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Yeah, That's having it. silly socks for Christmas is one of my favourite presents, but not actual stockings. Sorry. Stocking fillers. It's a new one. Um, <laughs> would you consider starting it? Because I think it'd be great fun for well, you and did, your husband, We did. Um, I did make some for the family, and they were really fun to make. I made them out of felt, and they looked nice. And well, we you do ra- hang... ran, them, ran them through your sewing machine. Yeah, yeah, and then we hung them up, but then we just completely forget to put anything in them. Or, like, get them out with the Christmas decorations, hang them up. You know, oh, they look nice, and then just don't put, they're just empty, which is, that's a bit miserable, isn't it? <laughs> I think you could mend the error of... <laughs> ways this year and you could start a new Christmas tradition yep. in the Miriam household you couldn't you i got to be honest it started off really well <laughs> what was going on and what his amazing three year old is having and the beautiful granolas he's making then we went to what we give cats and stockings that no one's ever had and the ones that we have got now are empty we should go straight back I've to Rishim <laughs> he's the one who's he's safeguarding this lovely tradition we've got quite oh, a good variety on the table now right we have different sort of elements going on which is interesting to see Cats yeah. and <laughs> well, I, I don't have any kids, so the cats have to fill in that gap. But AC, does he get very excited about his Oh, Christmas his is just mental, yeah. Because also his birthday is very, very close to Christmas. So it's like three days before. It's just like, it's just so chaotic, that two-week period of um, coming to Christmas. like And people that, you, they call in and they'll give him a Christmas present and a birthday present. And like, it's all becomes now although I'm fairly certain as it comes to his teenage years he'll end up just getting one present because it's kind of like Christmas and your birthday together it'll start becoming rubbish I imagine but right now he's absolutely loving it it's just like the best time of year like Santa comes and it's his birthday it's unbelievable I think that's really sad could you not have timed that diff- I mean it's none of my business <laughs> couldn't you have separated his birthday a bit more from Christmas Day so that he got two proper little f- feasts and well I suppose in retrospect yeah we should 
Rodrigo made, made sure that it happened. He was born in June, but you know, uh, irrespective, you know, is it, is what it is, isn't it? Orlando? I'm sure he makes the best of it, but it is a bit, it is a bit sad for him. And the day, as you say, is going to come when it all gets rolled together, and he he misses out on a birthday. He could have an official birthday, or does it just become well. like? I mean, it, it just becomes two weeks of chaos and mayhem. Imagine when he's 18; it's just going to be like celebrating every day, like constantly being an absolute lunatic, isn't it? I mean, you could wrap it, wrap it up like that and go, this is just the best. And you could give him simply enormous presents like cars and houses and holidays and things just to cover both occasions <laughs> and make sure he doesn't feel left out. Wow. <laughs> I, I was more thinking like the homemade granola bars. Like, I, 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 what goes in those homemade granola bars? Oh, oats, uh, nuts, seeds, honey, just put together, freeze them. And yeah, chop them up, wrap them up in a nice, maybe a beeswax paper or something like that. Yeah, uh, lovely. So, yeah. And do you make them just for just for the little person, or do you make them for friends and family and also just, just for him? We are still okay. on the sugar rush. Yeah, okay, <laughs> he's not. Okay. <laughs> and do you wrap the things up in the stocking? Yes. Yeah. 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 So either, I mean, and try not to use much of the things which can't be used again. So we try and reuse a lot of stuff. You know, wrapping paper we kind of save from previous Christmas. Uh, one thing I came across last year was this beeswax paper. That's actually quite nice. You know, it can be used again. It's got a really nice texture and, you know, there's sort of good, interesting story for him to also know that why we're using that. And, you know, it's still very sustainable in that sense. It's and lovely, it gets a lovely boring stuff, for Christmas. isn't it? Yeah. Do you use it in the kitchen as well, the beeswax paper? Try to, yes. Every time we do meal boxes and everything. So, yeah, we're trying to use that. Yeah. And I think you wash it. I'm not an expert with yeah, it, but yeah. you, you, you just wipe it, it basically, yeah. Just wipe it, sanitize it, wipe it, and it kind of cleans up. And how many uses do you get out of it? It doesn't go on f- forever, does it? No, no, no. I mean, it probably four, five. Yeah. Until the time it doesn't get, get really soiled. It. I think yeah. you can put wax and then put it in a low oven. I think there's quite a few. Oh, right. So you can redo it. Keep yeah. it, yeah. Keep yeah, it keep going. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole, whole wrapping paper thing is a bit depressing, isn't yeah. it? All those mountains. Plastic of, and all of that. Yeah. I remember my, my father, I keep, when, when Christmas is mentioned, I remember, always remember my father's misdoings. But Christmas, my memory of him was he always the first, it, it started with a big giant bin bag because he wanted to get all the rubbish out all the time. And you couldn't unwrap anything before he snatched the paper off you and got it in this bag and then he snatched the toy off you as well because he wanted to play with it so not very happy memories altogether there but sorry I'm, this isn't about me I've got to be honest so the bin bag thing I'm, I'm well up with your dad's idea <laughs> of that because, yeah. do you do uh, that well yeah I mean otherwise it's so chaotic right? and quite often <laughs> at Christmas for us there's normally I know in the morning there might just be the three of us but throughout the day I, I don't know we've had to have over 20 people there at Christmas and you just go well at, at some point you know we've Got, you got you got to be a little bit organised in the clearing up of stuff because otherwise you'll lose toys, you lose bits and bobs, you like things to go disappearing. And how many times have the label fallen off? You can't remember who sent you this and who's done what. Is there's got to be some form of clearing up structure on Christmas Day, Orlando? Yeah, but what <laughs> happens is that quite often a, a a gift gets thrown out in this anxiety to get rid of all the gift wrappings. All right, that's it. That's he's and working that's a little bit horrible. There. And then you've got to go through the through all these bags of trash to find the missing gift. It's all heartbreaking I, I would urge you to cool off and maybe leave leave it if that, leave the the 
debris in place for a couple of hours before you ruin everyone's Christmas day by gathering up all the <laughs> the wrecked gift wrap. But anyway, we don't want gift wrap these days anyway. It's, it's old hat, isn't it, gift wrap? And we're meant to be using either the waxed paper or the... Well, my sister-in-law has fabric, like Christmas pattern fabric, and then she hemmed the edge of it and then you wrap up the gift and sort of just tie it. And then you kind of keep that and then you can put a gift in it and give it back each time so it just it's always used the same paper and uh, she'd same r- run it through a hot wash I'm yeah, sure I mean <laughs> it's just wrapped up you know a board game or something I yeah. think it's fine <laughs> I think that's rather nice are you, you still on gift wrap Tom or are you going to try and go to brown paper or newspaper or something uh, newspaper. yes 100% I quite like the idea of that I like the idea of buying like bags that are reusable like fabric things that you can still make look pretty and look beautiful I quite like the idea of that have to learn a sewing machine though if you're going to hem the edges nah you not to do a sewing machine? No. <laughs> I haven't sewn anything in my life. Like, How about Beth? Does Beth do sewing? No, she does welding, mate. She works, she works, with, she works with bronze and marble. Yeah, yeah. It, no. Welding, but not sewing. I bet she could do a sewing machine, though, if, if she's mechanical. Well, yeah, Beth could do it. Yeah, she's a woman of many talents. However, it's probably it's not, it's not the first piece of uh, mechanical equipment that she would gravitate to. <laughs> I'm sure your son will be taught sewing machines. In you know, as in the spirit of teaching children everything, won't do, do we think? Are, are well, kids are they, taught things sewing at school now? What, what we do, I mean, what, what, they're taught a bit of cooking, aren't they? A bit of cooking, or they, just a bit. So they should be taught a bit of bit of sewing, bit of art, yeah, bit of it, history, it, bit of maths, yeah. I'd like a bit of knitting. Bit of knitting, why not? <laughs> These are traditional skills, aren't they? Yeah, I don't know where they learn them, though. Are they part of curriculum or are they after-school clubs? Well, I mean, it, it's not... I mean, my little man's all about rugby and kickboxing at the minute. So, like, I, I, I think knitting and sewing is, like... It's not it's not high up on his list either. <laughs> so, I, I mean, maybe at some point I'm just going down with the route. I like the idea of the fabric bags. Where can I buy them? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not how do I make them? You're going to have I to mean, learn to hem <laughs> them, though, yeah. aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> so do you hang AC's stocking at the end of his bed or does it go over the fireplace with no, bits of coal and there's all that palaver isn't it, about Santa meant to have been in we have we have got a fireplace but no we don't put anything there isn't kind of the space to put it above it but we do we do leave carrots uh, mince pies and milk out for the reindeers okay so that and we put that outside actually so so that the reindeers can eat it Uh, and then he gets a stocking at the end of his bed uh, and then uh, magically in the morning he wakes up and it's full and yeah and what time does he wake up generally like on a normal day, he's normally up at about six. On Christmas Day, I mean, the last couple of years has been around about five. So, you know, it's 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 it's, it's hard to get into bed and then he wakes up around about that time. So, yeah, around five-ish. We've, I mean, if he would stay till six, it would be a bonus. But, yeah, I mean, you can't blame him. It's Christmas Day, isn't it? I mean, as kids, I just remember it. It's the most exciting thing, waking up and just having that stocking full of... I mean, I remember it. There used to be, like, for mine, it used to be a football sock and in it, there would always be, like, a satsuma or a tangerine uh, and a packet of Top Trumps. And that was... I, I now realise that that was put there for both myself and my brother to play each other at Top Trumps whilst my mum still had a sleep so that we weren't going in there at five in the morning. So, yeah, I, I, it, it's very similar. Ace's stocking is very similar. Like, I mean, you look at the tangerine and be, I mean, it's not chocolate, is it? It's Christmas Day, wants chocolate. But, you go, yeah. But the same sort of traditions will definitely, we roll down. We used to get nuts as well. Yeah. Like nuts in the shell, which was 
always really disappointing because, you, well, no one could find any nut- nutcrackers at that time. When you didn't don't really want them anyway, do you? No. We threw them at each other, I think, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and those satsumas, they're much better now. But in the olden days, satsumas, they were like loads of seeds and they weren't much fun to eat, were they? No, Did but they are, they are much better now. They, you pick, yeah. yeah, they're lovely, aren't they? I mean, I, 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 actually, I love fruit at Christmas. I think it's a great... Um, they're all they're always good for interspersing the day because you do spend the day eating, don't you? And quite quite rich, salty, sugary foods all day long. The fridge is full of it. Like there's stuff hanging around on the outside. There's crisps, and you buy all sorts of new different biscuits and everything. Like you could spend all day grazing on all sorts. But actually, having lots of bits and bobs of fruit there to sharpen the day up. It's a really good thing to have around the house. And there are lovely dates now you can get as well. And and in fact. Fresh nuts are great if you're set up with a good, nice bowl of nuts and a good pair of nutcrackers, aren't they? They're really super-duper, but in a stocking, they're just a bit of the wrong wrong thing in the wrong place. Yeah, f- five, 5, a. 5 a.m. and some Brazil nuts doesn't go down well with a <laughs> six-year-old, does it? And what time does your son wake up oh, on please. Christmas Day? Christmas Day, I mean, he's, he's, only, he's only seen two Christmases so far, but yeah, it was quite early, quite early. I'm usually knocked out till late on Christmas Day because Christmas Eves are usually quite packed. So, but yeah, it's my wife who look after him, kind of feed him. And then when we wake up, we start opening the gifts. I think from now on, we're going to, he'll understand the whole idea of opening the gifts and seeing, you know, the excitement and counting sleeps for Christmas. And so, yeah. will you do a Christmas, some sort of Christmas lunch? Or yeah, yeah, what, yeah. What, what will you do? It's quite interesting because, you know, in the past, we have never really done Christmas lunch at home because... It's mostly been working or, you know, been something else going on. Uh, but this time we are trying to put together like a centerpiece, vegan centerpiece, which is, um, I mean, we did it last year for the restaurant. Uh, we did like a squash, which was confine, bit of herb oil, and then we wrapped it in chard and then we grilled it. So it's quite nice and smoky, fatty. It's got a nice texture to it. And so with like a chard gremolata. So some, something along those lines and obviously the bits, the roast potatoes and, you know, the parsnips. And, the and do you have other family in or is it the three uh, of you? It's just close friends. Don't have any family here, but yeah, it's just close friends who will probably pop down for Christmas this year. Oh, right. Yeah. How many do you think you'll be? About seven, eight max. Yeah. And any other tiny tots to keep oh, yeah, yeah. He's, company? He, I think he's got better social life than both of us put together. <laughs> <laughs> this cool so, yeah. And do you get a stocking yourself from your wife or is it just for your son? Just for the sun, right? Should now. we hint would, that? Would you yes, like please, one? That would be really nice. Yes. Um, any idea what you'd like in it? Um, what Tom mentioned, maybe cars, maybe a house, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> for hey, no, that wasn't me. That was Orlando <laughs> throwing, that, throwing me under the bus there. I mean, that's a big stocking. We did ask our social media following at BBC Good Food together what what they would like to find in their Christmas stockings, in grown-up stockings. So this is just... And they came up, as usual, some some lovely ideas. Louise Davidson puts in miniatures of Prosecco and gin. Good way to start the morning. (laughs) And foodie bits and bobs. And lip salve. She thinks this is a good thing for... Christmas stocking and um, Angela Wood I've got to be honest that's quite an odd one to throw in there You, <laughs> it'd be quite fun if you found it there trying to work out what on, what on earth have they given me here <laughs> by the shape wouldn't it yeah and anyway it seems to be a Louise Davidson habit so I'm not here to criticise a, a BBC Good Food Reader's Christmas stocking habits Tom now Angela Wood has chocolate sprouts 
They're a thing, I think, aren't they? Are they? Sort of like smaller chocolate coins, but with a sprout printing on the outside. Sprout print, right? yeah, yeah. They're, oh, okay. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> they're actually, they're not sprouts <laughs> dipped in chocolate. No, not sprouts no. dipped in chocolate. <laughs> they, I think, they're made to look like sprouts. Um, mulled wine spices and bath bombs. You see, there's another odd thing that you you could probably smell that one in if you sniffed the. Stocking. Well, you don't you? want to leave the chocolate sprouts in the bath bomb in the stocking too long, <laughs> yeah, otherwise they, they might take they, on the smells. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was a bit of talk about chocolate oranges. Now, where do, where do we stand oh. on chocolate oranges? Rasheem, what do you it, think of them? I think it's still better than chocolate mint, for sure. Chocolate, chocolate orange you can still get away with, but the minute you put chocolate mint... Uh, not, no, your, uh, not your thing. No, definitely not. How about you, Tom? Are you into chocolate oranges? <laughs> they aren't, they're the best. And the best <laughs> thing about a chocolate orange is the middle bit, yeah, the thing that binds cool. it all together so you take the little segments out of it but actually it's the if you're lucky enough to get the segment that with the thing that's bound it together you're like that's you're winning yeah you've got the bonus bit there that's make christmas amazing chocolate oranges are amazing but i'm surprised you don't like chocolate and mint yeah. oh, come it's on the just, little yeah. slivers with the mint fondant <laughs> through the middle it's lush i love chocolate mint i'm afraid i, I love that combination but you know, we're all made different. You, it's just not a combination just, that just you like. The, yeah, never like the 8 p.m. the chocolate mints. Yeah, it's just never kind of... How about you, Miriam? I really like them, but I also quite <laughs> I'm like... I'm feeling very left out no, now. No, no. But I, I think it's good that it's sort of, you know, a divisive thing because it means yeah. if you're in the house and you like them, that you get all of them. So if you're the only person that likes chocolate <laughs> mint, they're yours. So I think it's good. I think these chocolate orange people take the chocolate orange out of the box and put it into the into the stocking so it feels like like an orange in there doesn't it so when you're trying to guess what's there that's part of that's what the idea is i think now michelle platman um she she popped in just happened to mention that she hates gift packs of chocolates and champagne that has nothing to do with christmas stockings but she wanted us to know that she hates gift packs of chocolate and champagne together because she says they don't go do we agree they don't go i think they champagne probably. goes with everything Fine. Right. Hands okay, down. Michelle. Sorry, you've lost. <laughs> you've lost that one. She likes. Oh, she's quite austere. She would like small pots of herbs and spices. Hmm, well, that's a bit dry, Michelle. Isn't it? <laughs> we should. We want a bit more joy know. and carefreeness. Don't I quite. We? I, I quite like. You know, the things that it's not that interesting a shopping excursion to get. So if you get them at Christmas, that's great. So like, I'll ask for like socks and pajamas because I, I I'm not interested in going shopping for them. But then if I get them, that's great. You know. <laughs> okay, Michelle, you've got away with that one. Uh, now we've got Miriam. Miriam's looking specially excited at the moment in her Christmas hat, <laughs> her Christmas socks, her Christmas glasses, because she has been compiling a devilish, a satanic Christmas quiz for us. Have, yeah. Um, I I will say up front that I'm terrible at quizzes. How are you at quizzes, Tom? Mate, I want Celebrity Mastermind. Just got to throw <laughs> it out there. Just got to throw fight, it out there. Like, fight and talk. I have the glass, like, prize-winning trophy on Pride of Place as you come through my front door there on the, like, on the little side thing as you walk in. Then I'm not even competing. Or oh, can we go in one team? Actually, <laughs> Rishima, are you good, good at quizzes? I, I yeah. I mean, I oh. have I want to be in a team with Tom if he's going to get them all. I'm, Sorry, I'm, Rishi. I'm by myself, is it? Okay, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go on. There's a bit of paper. So I'm going to read them out so people I'm can do it. I'm very happy they've has set got myself Christ- up for a massive fall here. Has it got a Christmas theme? It, yeah, yes, it's a Christmas quiz. Uh, see, now I'm in trouble, right? <laughs> like, that wasn't my specialist subject on Mastermind. I've just got to point that out. <laughs> Everyone got something to write with. We yes. didn't need to write down. So we yes. write down the answers and yep. then we get numbers out of 10. Just this as is you be would. so shame making. Can we falsify? No. Uh, <laughs> 
Orlando, are you recorded. the guy that goes to the pub quiz and then turns on his phone and Googles the answers? <laughs> <laughs> I don't go to pub quizzes because I'm so terrible at quizzes. Well, um, just give my, it a good go. No, Some no, of I'm it's what? multiple choice. Oh, I can multiple see what the others choice. are writing. <laughs> That's cheating. Um, so I'm going to read them out and then I'll give the answers at the end so that if people want to do it at home, they can and they can pause it any time if that would be helpful. <laughs> Is everybody ready? Yeah, yeah. more than ready. Okay, so question one. What would be considered lucky if you found it in a Christmas pudding? That's a good one, yeah. Okay, question two. Does eggnog contain egg? There's lots of writing there. Yeah. Very long answers <laughs> going down. They're writing, look, they're writing whole sentences. <laughs> well, I've just got one word. All right, question three. In the family dinner scene in the movie Elf, what dish does Buddy pour maple syrup over? So for question three, in the movie Elf, they're having dinner, what dish does Buddy pour maple syrup over? All I remember about Elf is just the longest burp. Like, that's just, like, that's my life. When I first watched that with AC, I just went, we had to rewind it and watch about seven times. <laughs> right, question four. Which Christmas song was the first ever song to be played in space? Oh, my God. Uh, These are getting harder they are as getting we go harder. through. That's so mean. I know, yeah. Uh, question five. Can it be too cold to snow? Okay, this starts getting a bit difficult. Question six. Icemen sip is an anagram for what festive food? Icemen sip. A festive what? Festive food. The next one's a multiple choice, so it might be a little bit easier. So question seven. On which day is Christmas celebrated in Egypt? Is it A, the 24th of December... B, the 6th of January, or C, the 7th of January. So Christmas Day in <laughs> Egypt. Normally there's a sound of people writing. Now. Yeah, like, no oh. one's writing. <laughs> Is it all A, pen, the 24th? All pens are in the air. Everyone <laughs> absolutely baffled. <laughs> okay, this one's a bit mean, um, but I'm going to say it anyway. You might want to pause it. <laughs> if a turkey needs to cook for 40 minutes per kilo and your turkey weighs 6 kilos... We're going to allow 30 minutes resting time. What time do you need to put it in your preheated oven for it to be ready at 2 o'clock? <laughs> Is that A, 6am, B, 8.30am oh. or C, 9.30am? How, how, sorry, what was the weight of the... T- of the... Uh, six kilos, 40 minutes a kilo. Uh, you want it ready at 2 o'clock and you've got 30 minutes resting time. Is it A, 6am, B, 8.30am or C, 9.30am? What time are we eating? 2pm. That's really unkind. <laughs> I'm horrible. <laughs> and it was 6am, 8.30 or 9.30? Yes, you're doing really was well. Was the turkey at room temperature? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't frozen, you have to defrost it. It's not too much of a trick. Okay, okay uh, question nine. Which US state produces the most cranberries? Is it A, Wisconsin, B, Iowa or C, Vermont? So where produces the most cranberries? A, Wisconsin, B, Iowa or C, Vermont? And the last one you've all done very well. (laughs) Can you guess the weight of the largest ever Christmas pudding? Was it A, 63 kilos, B, 730 kilos or C, 3.28 tonnes? So question 10, largest ever Christmas pudding, A, 63 kilos, B, 730 kilos, or C, 3.28 tonnes. 
That's deadly, Miriam. <laughs> Absolutely cruel and devilish. I can't believe it. All one's different skills are called in to play there, including guesswork. How did you get on, Rashim? I've, I've about- got all of them correct. If anybody wants to team up, I'm very happy. <laughs> <laughs> He was rather quiet. Tom was doing this kind of noisy scribbling, so I'm not sure whether he was just frantic there. No, I'm still. He's trying got a to, special I'm, look on his face. I'm he still really trying to does work look. out the the ice men sip thing. Yeah, I am, like I haven't got that one. Do you want some answers? Yeah, oh, yes. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Oh, and then do, we we score you can ourselves. Mark your own. I'll trust. Yeah, I mean, I don't trust you, but I trust everybody else I'm, to give themselves. I'm, I'm sitting next to Miriam, so she's going to keep an eye on me. I'm going to keep an eye on Rishim. And Rishim, it's very important indeed that you keep an eye on Tom. Okay, and I suggest that from the other direction, Brittany, our producer, is keeping an eye on Tom as well with the marking because he's got that competitive look on his face. I haven't seen. Him. Look at him; he's really, really intent and earnest. I haven't seen this side of him before. I don't want to win with him in the room. <laughs> Are you ready for, for some answers? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay, yep. so the answer to question one, what would be considered lucky if you found it in a Christmas pudding is money or a silver sixpence if you want to be specific. So money. Coin. Coin, yeah, coin I, I will accept. I, <laughs> I put a shilling because that's what my nan yeah. used Fine. Yeah. I put um, extra pudding. Oh, that is quite good. <laughs> um, question two, does eggnog contain egg? Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 In the movie Elf, what does he pour maple syrup over? Does anyone know? Turkey. Spaghetti. Oh, oh can I have half a point for pizza? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, which song was played in space for question four? White Christmas. Jingle bells. Oh, Best ever song. Oh, See, I went with E17 stay another day. Oh. <laughs> That would have been good. How did you do on that one, Rishi? <laughs> one so far. Eggnog. <laughs> Says in the name. Um, can it be too cold to snow for question five? Surely yes. that answer's yes. no. 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 Oh. Oh, sorry. Now I mean, I, I, like, now I look at the Antarctic. I mean, I say, like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> no, you like have it, snow. Yeah. 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 Uh, question six. Ice men's sip is an anagram for mince pies. Oh. I, I got that one. Yeah. yeah, I got that one. That's uh, the end. <laughs> uh, question seven. Christmas Day is celebrated on the 7th of January. Seventh. Yeah. Go on. Oh, I got that one because it seemed the least likely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your turkey is going in at 9.30. Yeah. Did we all get that? Yeah. Oh, look. Yeah. Chefs, chefs, chefs yeah. are in the room. <laughs> is it defrosted? <laughs> okay. And uh, Wisconsin is where most of the cranberries come from. What's that? I thought they came a- from that, Vermont. Is that Vermont? A- the, the most? The most. The most. I, I wrote Vermont. I thought it was that. Wisconsin. Oh. Yeah. That so was that, that A, B or C? That is A. Oh. Thank you. That's really disappointing. And the last one, can you guess the weight of the largest ever Christmas pudding? What did you put, Tom? I put B, because it can't be 3.2 tonnes, can it? It can't be. I said 3.2 tonnes. 3.2 tonnes? <laughs> yeah, wow. according to the Guinness Book of Records, yeah. That's unbelievable. Yeah. How did you do? That was fabulous. <laughs> Let's just say it was fabulous fun. It was fabulous fun. I didn't, I was really disappointed in the, I was convinced it was Vermont. I was very yeah. pleased to get the correct cooking time for the turkey going in, I must say. Yeah. There were a few guesses there. I got the mince pie. Otherwise, it was pretty shameful, shoddy display, to be honest. Were you pleased with your performance, Rishi? Mm, do, you no. want, do you want to admit or mm. should we just uh, bow to Tom now? <laughs> no, I, 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 my, mine's an appalling score. However, it's very, very close to everything that I kind of got at school so you know I, I, I left 30, well over 30, 34 years ago and I'm still scoring the same which is a great 
Four out of ten. <laughs> it is hard. It's hard. Rashim, how many did you get? I got four. Yes. Just about. <laughs> Just about. <laughs> and how many did you get, Orlando? Well, I'm I'm ashamed of myself. I got I got six. Because I got the mince pie mainly. That's not it's mainly, good. is it? You only get six <laughs> points for the mince pie. You got one for the mince pie and five others. Yeah, but no one else got the mince pie. And I promise I didn't like, I could have looked you at, could, at yeah. uh, I kept Miriam's them quite an- answers, but I didn't. And no, I said, maybe I you really, should go on Celebrity Mastermind. I really did not yeah. want to win. We know what your specialist I'm, subject is. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> but well done, everyone. Everyone's a winner. Um, I'm sure at home they can do very much better than us. So we hope that you use this quiz on Christmas afternoon, maybe while everyone's before everyone disappears into a slumber. Thank yeah. you for the lovely quiz, Miriam. Thank you, Rishi. Thank you, and thank thank you, you Tom, so for a hilarious podcast. And may you, all your stocking Christmas stocking dreams come true. Who eats three point two tons of Christmas? <laughs> And that was the BBC Good Food Christmas podcast with me, Tom Kerridge. Happy Christmas.